0: Hey there, ho there, hi there. It's your favorite babes of retail. I'm Janelle. And I'm Kim. And we're finally back. Sorry you went <laughs> on a sure little a hiatus,
1: but it <laughs> <laughs> happens.
0: <laughs> so we discussed last time talking about two episodes of Jessica Jones instead of just one episode per podcast because um, we take some breaks in between, so it'll probably be easier to do multiple yeah, and it'll it also get, get us through about. the show faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go right in with that. What did you think of the first episode? All right, so,
1: um, let me see. Where? So I wrote, like, a, I was telling Janelle, I wrote a ton of fucking notes. And so <laughs> the relevancy of a lot of them probably is none. But I like that it takes place in New York, and I think it's cool that she's a P.I., um... The fact that, what's her name, that Naomi from The Matrix is in this, as the lawyer
0: chick. Oh my god, that's who that is? Ah! <laughs> um,
1: I thought that was really cool, and then I'm sitting here and I was like, I wonder if she's heard of or dealt with Nelson and Murdoch, because she's a lawyer. So like, if they're competing lawyers.
0: That, um, yeah, that, that'll that come into play. Um. And not this season. Um, but they do get, like, kind of referenced in each other's oh, shows. shows. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, her weird flashback thing that was, like, basically described as PTSD later on. I thought that was kind of weird. But, like, when I was watching it for the first little
0: bit, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, like, when she has, like, little panic attacks about, uh, Kilgrave? Then she it goes into her helping this family,
1: like, with the chick. Her name's Hope. And I loved that, like, the dad only fucking cares about fixing her goddamn door. But it's like, dude, your fucking daughter's missing. Like,
0: please. it's so sweet.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I think it was, like, him just trying to, like, kind of repress his pain. I know, and, yeah. Him just trying to, like, like distract himself. There was a moment where, um, when Jessica... Well, okay, there's a couple things. When Jessica's trying to, um, figure out... She she like she calls someone and she's trying to figure out where somebody's going at a certain time, like what his reservation is or something, and she's like pretending to be somebody else on the phone. Yeah. Um, but she she says that like she knows the girl, like the receptionist or whatever on the other end because they were both in Vanderbilt's color guard. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit. Vanderbilt." I'm, <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> Um, that's where my best friend went to school is Vanderbilt. And then Color Guard, which is me! Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, and then when she's hunting down um, like, Hope and she, like, starts to get on the path that's gonna lead her to Kilgrave. she goes into a place where Hope like, one of her credit cards was charged and there's nothing but purple ties in the, uh, window of the shop. Which is, like, in the comics, Kilgrave is known as the Purple Man. Oh, okay. So that's like his color in this whole series. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it was not something I noticed the first time around. What was I gonna say? Oh, and then when okay, so when she finds <laughs> what's her? Hold on,
1: let me find her fucking name. Is it Hogarth? Yeah. Okay. When she goes to like serve that guy, um, mm-hmm. she so it shows that she's super strong. And then he says that she's one of them. And I don't know. Yeah. Does that mean, like, who is he referencing one of them? Like, the Avengers? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, so he's just referring to, because there's um, there's nobody else really before that at this point. Um, yeah. I think it's really funny when she tells him that uh, she's going to fucking melt him with her laser eyes. I know. (laughs) And he totally fucking bought it. (laughs) She's, like, she's really believable. Like, everything Jessica says, even when she's, like, pretending to be somebody else, it's all really believable. I think it's because she's so, like, monotone.
1: Like, not in a boring way, but in a way where it's, like, you can't really, like, if
0: she were to tell a joke, you wouldn't be able to really tell if she was joking or not. Yeah. Like, is she insulting you or is this a joke kind of things? Yeah. Um,
1: okay. And then she was hanging out with Luke and, you know, so I was like, is he an old case? Why is he being introduced? Uh, also, he's beautiful. Hello. Hello.
0: Yes. Um, she was also taking photos of him. Yeah. Okay. So uh-huh. then
1: I said Jessica and Luke vibe so well. And then they have sex, and it's fucking beautiful.
0: That scene is, like, really, uh, like, aesthetically pleasing to me because he is the darkest-skinned actor I've ever seen, and she is, like, the palest pale to ever grace this planet. And the two of them next to each other just, like, contrast so hard. Oh, it's amazing. And then it shows
1: a chick in his medicine cabinet right after, and Mm -hmm. then I asked if it was an old case, and Jessica's crying, so you're like, what? And then she just leaves, and I was like, "Okay." Yeah. Um, and then she says, "Sorry." That's the
0: most confusing shit.
1: Uh, she, let me tell you. And then she said sorry and threw up outside of his apartment building, and I was like, "What's going on?" Um, and then I said, "I have a feeling that she's going to kick the shit out of her up or her upstairs neighbors."
0: Oh
1: yeah. And then you know they keep they keep showing Trish, and she kind of gets mentioned, so you're kind of like, "Who the fuck is Trish?" And then. Mm. She knows the guy who took hope. Obviously, it's Kilgrave. Um, let me see. And then basically, like, once she figures out that it's Kilgrave, she
0: decides to fucking bail.
1: I'm just yeah. like, oh, uh, that's kind of shitty. Uh.
0: It, it's kind of like, it's kind of frustrating, but it's like, she's already had a bad experience. So like, she's not really a hero yet. So at this point, she's just like, out for herself, you know? So like I get it, but also, Jessica, what the fuck? I understand, but then also if you know, well like Trish like touches on it. Um, um
1: then Naomi's, they not Naomi. Hogarth is cheating on her wife with the chick from the
0: office, which I really care about love stories, so
1: whatever. Um
0: I <laughs> uh, I like it because like we um we don't have a whole lot of like LGBT Q stuff in the superhero world. So, like, it was kind of nice to see. Yeah, that happened. That happened. Really quick side note. side note. Did
1: you see that Ruby Rose is going to be playing Batwoman?
0: I did! I actually was just thinking about that. And she's going to get her own show, which uh, makes her, like, the first outed uh, superhero to lead their own show. Because the CW has a bunch uh, of, like, um, you know, gay and lesbian Mm -hmm. heroes but none that have their own show yeah Yeah. cool cool. um so hopefully she does well i'm excited to see how that goes
1: yeah me too uh so i thought it was really cute that malcolm offered her his tv to sell for like money even though it was like totally stolen
0: i fucking love malcolm so much
1: so is is he like a lasting character
0: yes okay good okay good and he gets so much better in season two
1: okay good (laughs) Um so we find out that Trish is an old friend um she bailed on her for six months but she believes in Jess you can tell and she can tell that she really loves her like this wasn't just like a passerby friend that she was just like hey peace off
0: yeah yeah Trish is her like longtime friend and like really the only person Jessica has at all in life you can tell that so. yeah um
1: and then so it it Says, she says that Kilgrave is back and that he he supposedly been dead for a year. So mm-hmm. he knows he knows that Jessica is a PI. So when I I had like I asked this question, but I didn't ask it the re- the right way. I said he follows a pattern. So is he like he's like a serial
0: something? Are you? T- uh... About Kilgrave? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know what the word would be for that. because like I said,
1: okay, so I I wrote that in my r- notes I said serial rapist, but I that wasn't right. Like I know that's not right. I know
0: that's not right. But like I, I I mean like okay I think before. For Jessica, he, like, hadn't treated anybody the same way he treats her, and then Hope was just to get at Jessica. Yeah. So I think he's just obsessed with Jessica. Mm.
1: And then Jess says she tried and failed at something, so it's like, what did she try and fail at? And then I said the show has a really noir feel to it.
0: Yeah. And I really like it. Um. <laughs> it reminds me of the last season of Archer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um is and then I said, Is she really not going to save hope? I said, Are the defenders quote unquote anti-heroes?
0: Yeah, they're kind of um well like like Iron Fist is a pretty big like hero hero, but the rest of them are kind of anti-hero-ish. Yeah. Like like kind of in the same way Deadpool is, but they're not really necessarily trying to kill people. <laughs> And then, um, oh, I thought it was weird that you, so she sets off the
1: fire alarm in the hotel, and I thought it was weird that you couldn't hear the fire alarm in the room.
0: Yeah. Because I've had a fire alarm go off on me in a hotel room, but let me fucking tell you hear that shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know full well that there's a fire alarm going off. Um, (laughs) so, so, since this is the first episode, I said, this dude has crazy amounts of control over Hope. I said, how and why? Um... Oh, the PTSD flashback in the room scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, when
0: he, like, shows up. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Uh, so- Yeah, his power, like, uh, Kilgrave's power overall is, like, kind of fucking wild. Like, what did I write? I wrote, um, like, it's not unbelievable as far as fiction goes, but it's crazy to actually see. Yeah. Yeah. because I, I wrote down, like, right
1: after the PTSD
0: thing, I said, Stockholm
1: Syndrome, question mark, mind control, question mark, how does he have power over them? Like, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's a little, a little interesting, to see, interesting to see how
0: he decides to do things. And I don't think they ever, like, really explain how he has power over them. Oh, uh, oh you know what? Maybe. Uh, like Like, you know where the powers come from, but it's mostly just kind of, like telepathic i guess is a good way to put it
1: um Um, and then okay so she saves hope after like literally fucking dragging her out of the hotel
0: mm -hmm.
1: and then uh they get her home she gets her to her parents or whatever and then we're watching them leave and like we're watching them leave for far too fucking long and i'm just like why are we watching them leave like what's about to happen And then all of a sudden, sudden. she pulls this gun out of her fucking purse and shoots
0: both of her parents in the elevator. And, like, she gives this creepy smile when she turns that I legitimately think that actress is made for, like, thriller horror movies, you know? Like, I think she'd make a really good female Joker. Oh, absolutely. Like, she's just fucking creepy. And so, like I
1: said, because it's the first episode, I said, did he possess her? And then, um, because- like, it becomes clear that it's, like, kind of Kilgrave talking through somebody. Yeah. He tells Jessica to smile. And that, that, like, gives like, me goosebumps just, goosebumps just to think about. about.
0: And there's, like, the, all the while she's, like, still clicking the gun, but there's no bullets left. Ugh, oh, God. Yeah, and then J- that Jessica- scene is just so spooky.
1: Oh, yeah. And then Jessica says she's not leaving, and that's the end of episode <laughs> one. But it was definitely a very interesting- first episode of something.
0: Yeah. It, it's kind of like um it's unfortunate but like when you get to episode 9 of season 1 for Game of Thrones and Ned gets his head cut off and you're like, "Well, now I'm fucking here."
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, "Why am I fucking watching this show? What the fuck just happened?" But I'm not gonna And then sp-
0: you get to the end and you're like, "Well, now I need to know." Exactly. Okay. Um so Episode two. Let me just. So episode two starts off with um, Jessica getting uh, interrogated by the cops because we're, like, picking up right where uh, the last episode ended, which was Hope killing her mom and dad. Um, and, like, Jessica seems like she's really unwilling to help, but, like. I think as the show goes on you start to realize that like she knows the cops are unable to handle Kilgrave. So if she tells them anything, she's just sending them to their deaths. And that makes sense and it's like also you can tell that she's very
1: insecure about being able to handle him herself. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, if I can't handle him, why why would, why, why would they be able do to do it? Yeah. Um so she's watching Luke again and uh, basically, she says that a man suspected that his wife was cheating on him with Luke. So, uh,
0: yeah. So then, um, like, she has photos of him because of that. Like, oh, yeah, because tired. the cops
1: the cops showed him. Sorry, I remember. Yeah. And so basically, she, uh, like, he says that he didn't know that the woman had a husband, and now he's mm-hmm. like, re- he was really mad and asked her to leave. And you're just like, God damn it.
0: Yeah, and, um... It's, uh, revealed later with that storyline that Jessica lied because her husband didn't hire her and had no idea. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: yeah, she was cons- cheating. hmm Yeah,
0: that was wild. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> so then it kind of, like, gives back more to, like, well, why did Jessica lie? Why was she taking photos of him? And kind of even ties in a little bit more to like why'd she freak out at that photo yeah and
1: And this show this show kind of irritates me when I'm watching it because it opens up a lot of questions but then it's like if you're patient the questions get answered really quickly Mm -hmm. so it's just like okay well it's good writing so whatever
0: yeah it's like um I feel like the beginning of every episode just like confuses you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then by the end most of it is wrapped up. Yeah. But there's still always like a few things mm-hmm. that aren't taken care of. Um uh-huh.
1: so she goes back and interviews Hope. Or she's interviewing Hope. And mm-hmm. um Kilgrave compared Hope to Jessica. Hope yep. says that it's Jessica's, Jessica's fault. fault. She said Jess yes. Jess should have made sure that he was dead. Um Yes. She and said, she, then she
0: tells Jessica that she should kill herself. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> and I, I wrote down a, oh, enough hold alcohol on. that she you basically is. Oh, I said uh, that she drinks enough alcohol that she basically is. Seriously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. I said I hope that Jess talks to Trish about this. And then is Hope a season-long character?
0: Um... I think you see some resolution for her by the end of the season.
1: I mean, because I obviously don't think that she'll be, like, in every episode, but I feel like she's definitely part of the main storyline.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's here for now. Um, I'm not sure if she sticks around through the end of the season, necessarily, because it kind of, like, changes gears. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, yeah.
1: I wrote down that Jessica... They give, they give- oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: i was just gonna say they do like wrap up her story it's not just like they forget about her
1: oh okay yeah shows do that yeah i know that's why i was wondering if they were gonna like give her an ending or not Mm. um jessica's a justified bitch and i love it
0: i fucking love her so much (laughs) like jessica is my spirit animal
1: (laughs) Um, she now has to convince Hogarth that the man, a man like Kilgrave exists. And yeah, that's kind of where that, like, uh, like you were talking about her, his powers being kind of unbelievable. in. Mm-hmm. and then Hogarth's first name is Jerry.
0: So yes, and so um, her significant, well, her mistress, I guess, is Pam. a good way to put it. Um, she finds out. Or, like, she lets Jerry know that her wife knows Mm -hmm. that they're together. And I don't think they did anything more with that in this episode.
1: No, not really. Um, There was a phone call, and I really Mm -hmm. wanted to hear what that phone call was like. (laughs) But then, um... Okay, and then it goes right back to Jessica avoiding Trish.
0: Yeah. makes me really mad, because, like, she thinks she's doing what's best by like keeping her away. Cause she thinks she's protecting her, but she's not. And I don't know why that's always what people think. Like in all of these hero shows, they're like, oh if you stay away from me you'll be safe.
1: Yeah. Um that's really fucking irritating.
0: Um
1: uh, so yeah it, it, it doesn't really make sense that but it does. Like she wants to keep Trish safe but also I feel like it reaches a point where it's like, you realize that your friends are adults. And it's mm-hmm. like, if they're going to make this decision, and you've literally done everything you can to make them not make this decision, at what point do you stop trying to force them to make this decision?
0: Yeah, because it's not like Trish is her child, you know? Like, exactly. Trish can make her own decision. She's a big girl. Yeah. And you actually see in this episode that um, Trish has been training.
1: And learning Krav Maga.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. which is pretty sick.
1: uh, Trish wants Jessica to move in with her again. I underlined again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess you don't know a lot about their backstory yet. Um, So eventually, you know, all will be revealed in due time. Um, What's the Um,
1: significance to her company
0: name? That, that was a question I had for the entire first season. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah. So you won't find out until season two. Okay. Um, which honestly, I'm glad they even covered it in season two because <laughs> I wanted to know. Like, it's not that big of a deal, but I just wanted to know where it came from. Yeah, it's like one
1: of those nagging details. Um. Uh.
0: So Jessica goes and beats up the neighbors.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, the fucking weird ass neighbors.
0: Fucking weird incest. Uh, twins. He says they're yeah. fraternal twins.
1: Yeah, but then he he's totally digging Jessica.
0: Yeah, and it's so creepy. Like those two wig me out so much. Oh
1: yeah, Robin. I don't know what the dude's name is, but I know the chick's name is Robin.
0: Yeah, I think his name is starts with an R too, but I don't remember.
1: Um, and um, then that chick, the chick, uh, who's
0: okay, hu-
1: yeah. the chick that was with Luke. Her name is Gloria, and.
0: Oh, I thought it was Gina. Uh,
1: uh-uh.
0: oh, maybe. Fuck.
1: Well, I have Gloria here. Um, he really didn't know that she was married, and she really just uses him as like a booty call. But then, um, like that kind of gets resolved, and that's when you know she finds out, or she goes to tell her husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it flashes to the chicken Luke's cabinet. And so yes. I said, the chicken Luke's cabinet died in a bus crash. I said, girlfriend, wife, sister, cousin. Her name is Reva Connors. And um,
0: yeah. And then later in the episode, Jessica's hunting down um, what happened to Kilgrave after the accident, and you see him get hit by a bus too.
1: Yeah. So it's a lot of like flashbacks to that specific incident. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah. So I fucking heard this in the background, and like, I don't think that if I was pay- if I wasn't paying attention, I don't think I would have heard it. There is a side convo happening when Jessica goes to the hospital. Okay. And the one of the nurses says to the one of the nurses says to the police or something. Guy's name is Wilson.
0: Interesting.
1: And so I was like, maybe they're talking about Fisk, because... Okay, so then I asked, does Jessica Jones take place right before Fisk is caught? Because that's when the whole hospital thing's going down with um, Vanessa. And... Because that, like... The end of Daredevil, like, leads right into him getting caught. So within the last couple episodes is when Vanessa's in the hospital.
0: Oh, yeah, you know, it might be. So that was just a little
1: something that i could and i also could just be reading into it wrong
0: no no they always do stuff like that intentionally okay
1: okay oof but yeah
0: um damn good catch
1: thank you and it was fucking hilarious that jessica said that she's from seattle grace i was <laughs> that's grace anatomy right yes i was dead <laughs> it makes me so happy like she's so relatable <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fu- the like other nurse is like what the fuck is that a tv show and jessica just like goes right past it and i actually wrote down like um it's kind of ridiculous how everyone just like it, like falls for everything that jessica does like she she like calls people and she breaks into places and pretends to be other people and everyone's just like yep makes sense
1: okay <laughs> Um, nobody,
0: like, thinks nobody. that maybe, especially when she gets fucking caught in a lie, and they're just like, yep. Yeah,
1: seems right. <laughs> um, So it gets uncovered that the bus crash happened on January 20th, and then in the ER or whatever, there was no John Doe that night. So, you know, we're learning that Kilgrave was somehow helped, and then to find out that he wasn't helped at the hospital At the was hospital kind of interesting.
0: Like where did he get help? Mhm. Yeah. So then Jessica goes on a hunt to find out what happened to him. And then she oh who somebody got beat up or something and then an ambulance showed up. Oh, it was a dude. So Trish sent somebody to fix her door.
1: Yeah, and then she oh yeah, cuz the door's open when she gets home. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um and, and Jessica's
0: th- paranoia gets the best of her.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, she beats them up.
0: And, and he gets, like, stabbed with his saw in his leg. Yeah. So she calls an ambulance. I wanna, And I, that gives her a hint.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, because she saw the numbers on the ambu- ambulance. hmm Um, we made it almost, we made it almost 30 minutes into the show, and there was no flashback or anything. So I thought that was interesting. Like, I don't know if she was distracted or whatever, because, or maybe they were just trying to emphasize it in the first episode. Because I feel like it happened quite a bit, or like, spaced out enough. But then she's on the subway and has a...
0: Yeah, like a PTSD moment, and she smashes the glass.
1: And then, so she finds the ambulance driver, his name is Jack Denton, and he stole the ambulance, but he had a stroke and he donated both of his kidneys. Yeah. And after he stole the ambulance, he disappeared for three weeks and was found in an alley um, an anonymous angel is paying for his care.
0: So, let me fucking tell you that um, the his whole like situation with his mom is really frustrating to me because she's like, oh, you know, I always pray to God that he'd bring my Jackie back to me and... He did, and, like, I have his fucking kidneys removed, and she's like, oh, and he donated both his kidneys, and they found him in an alleyway. I'm like, no, that doesn't sound like donated his kidneys. This is so
1: many (laughs) fucking red flags that, like. Like, uh, this mom is a moron. Yeah, and it also really irritates me because she's like, okay, so it's really upsetting that he asks Jessica to kill him. Yeah. And you're just like. (sighs) Like, but I also kind of don't blame him.
0: You know? Yeah, because, like, what kind of life is that?
1: Exactly. But then his mom's like, you're upsetting him. Like, you need to leave.
0: Like, Like, bitch, he's already upset. He fucking sits here and does nothing all day.
1: But it shows kind of uh, Jessica's, like, moral side because she Mm -hmm. didn't. Like, she clearly has a a strong moral base or, like, a moral foundation to where she wasn't just like, "All right, peace out. Like,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Um, but I thought that that whole thing was really interesting. She had
0: decided to go ahead.
1: Oh. And then Andre, which is Gloria's husband, and his rugby yeah. buddies are headed to Luke's bar to kick his ass, but we all know that's not going to happen.
0: And that's the first time that we see Luke's powers.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay, so me not knowing anything about Luke Cage because I've been trying to stay away from the shows. Because I knew at one point I was going to watch them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want... Like, if some stuff got spoiled, whatever. But, like, I was doing my best to not hear things about it. Um, Seeing that, like, nothing pierces his skin.
0: Yeah, it's kind of freaky.
1: It is, like... Ugh. But then, um, so she sees that... Or Luke sees that he's, like, her. Yeah. And and I love that it's like Luke's like not even fucking struggling. He's like pushing these dudes over. <laughs> He's he like he pushes
0: them around like they're dolls.
1: Yeah, but it like what confuses me about Jessica and Luke's relationship is it's very unstable. Like yeah, it's like anything can tip the scales in their relationship. Yeah, um,
0: they they're very fragile.
1: Yeah, but then uh, it, oh sorry, go ahead.
0: I was gonna comment on, uh, like, later he shows up and he asks her about his abilities. Um, well, her abilities, but he says, like, you know, I know you saw me. And, um, and then he picks up the saw that's left over from the dude who was fixing her door and just fucking cuts it, well, not cuts himself, but, like, fake cuts himself, you know? Like, he goes to prove that he can't be broken. And that shit freaks me out every damn time.
1: Um... It doesn't like freak me out, but when I was watching it, I was like, ugh, like, no.
0: <laughs> I'm like, god damn it, like, I know it's not hurting you, but it should hurt you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it's like wrong. There, yeah. There's an episode of House that's like that. Huh. Oh my god, okay, really quick. There's an episode of House where they have to like cut into her stomach, but she doesn't feel pain for whatever reason. I think she's like a tapeworm or something, and it like oh. fucked her up biologically. But she's, like, screaming, and the uh, nurses are, like, what are you doing? And he's, like, she's fucking faking it. Stop. And she just, like, goes blank-faced, and she's, like, Meh. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's kind of what it reminds me of. Um, so Jessica <laughs> finds out that the doctor that helps Killgrave, his name is Dr. David Carada, and she goes to sit in on, like, he's, like, a professor now. She goes to sit in yeah. on his lecture, and he just books it.
0: I think... <laughs> I put down an, um, in my thing, I was like, when your professor just dips out of class. <laughs> Seriously, you're like, is, is it? are we done for the day? <laughs> is, that, is that it? Do I need to study? Or are you coming back ever? Is this on the test?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we find out that he forged Kilgrave's death certificate. And that Kilgrave keeps pictures of Jessica. And that oh, he made Carada do the kidney transplants. Because, like, obviously, if he's a doctor, you take an oath. Like to, yeah. to And you know that's like completely wrong to take two kidneys. Um, I looked it up really quick because it didn't really get explained. But um, hmm. Kilgrave had a thing called crush crush syndrome. It's when a kidney breaks down, um, major shock or renal failure after a crushing injury to a skeletal muscle. Yeah, so. and it
0: like caused his other one to deteriorate mm-hmm. too. Yeah.
1: Um, Kilgrave wanted to be whole again, hence why he took both kidneys. Because he said he only needed one but he wanted to be cool. He also
0: took Jack's kidneys, and they they aren't even a match for him, and so the guy was like, he'll have to maim somebody else. Like, Like
1: later on. That's super funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's fucked up. Like, Uh, Jesus. Not only does he have complete disregard for other people, but, like, there's no end to it. Like, he'll just kill whoever he needs to.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of terrifying, but this helps build a case for Jerry. So it's kind of good, yeah. Um, but then, um, Jessica needs to get a hold of sufentanil and pro- propofol. Something like that.
0: Um, yeah, because that's the um, the like anesthet. No, not anesthetic. What's the thing that knocks you out? Is that anesthetic?
1: Anesthesia, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, Uh. so she needs to get a hold of that, because, like, Kilgrave refused to go under for his surgery.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that must suck. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then she got a new glass for her door, and I sidebarred really quick, and I said, I love that Matt, Jessica, and Luke all have their own businesses. That's so cute!
0: Like my little
1: entrepreneurs! I know! Like, little entrepreneur vigilantes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a cover business. It's like, um, when you're in the mafia... <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Like,
0: you have an Italian restaurant, but then also you're murdering people on the streets.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I have a question. So I I wrote, maybe a, have an I wrote a note, and I said, I hope that they show the bar scene and the affair from Luke's perspective in his season. But I figured they probably won't. Do they pick up Luke? Because is Luke the next season that we're watching?
0: Yeah, okay. Luke will be next.
1: So does it pick up after okay. all this goes down?
0: Um, yes. Okay. And it's kind of confusing, because in the beginning, like, I couldn't tell if this was the past, or if this, like, or if it was, um, like, after Mm -hmm. Jessica, but it is for sure after Jessica. Okay,
1: okay. So I figured, yeah, like I said, I figured probably not, but, um, I said Trish has powers or something, she's learning Krav Maga. (laughs) I don't know how that makes (laughs) her have powers, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Um...
0: <laughs> for uh, for what it's worth, in the comics, um, Patsy Walker, which is like her like a different nickname for her name, you mm-hmm. know, because like her name's Patricia. Yeah. Um, is Hellcat, mm-hmm. so she's kind of like, like she has like sort of the same power set as Catwoman. Okay, if that makes sense. Okay. I, yeah, we'll see if that ever happens, but. I guess, like, they've written her in there so they can at some point. Um, yeah, Luke Cage is definitely next.
1: Okay, cool. I'm excited. Um, um, and then Kilgrave is David Tennant. And
0: yes, love of my life.
1: <laughs> that's pretty much it for episode two, because then it just shows Luke going to her house or whatever. But yeah, I really like the show. Like, I didn't go into these, like, seasons or, like, these shows. With high expectations, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't sure. Like, I don't want to go into something thinking I'm going to love it and then watch it and be like, I don't really like this. Yeah. (laughs) So I always go in with, like, super low expectations of just, like, if I don't like it, I don't like it. It's fine. But... Yeah, that's how I go
0: into all the movies.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, like, I really like all of these.
0: Yeah, they're really well done. And actually, um, the next season of Jessica Jones, so not season two, but season three, Mm -hmm. um... Okay, well, okay, well, for season two, all the directors are women. Oh, cool! Um, and then for season three, um, Jessica Kristen Ritter actually directs a few episodes too. So I'm really excited to see how that goes. Oh,
1: good for her!
0: So yeah they they've uh, they've made some really good decisions for these shows. Okay. I think they're turning out well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so that moves us into the TVs and movies section of our podcast. Away yes. from the main. And then we'll watch two more episodes and get back into that next time we record.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: um. So you finished Cloak and Dagger.
0: I did. So there's only 10 episodes and they're on Hulu and I would definitely recommend. Um, there's a couple fun things I might've mentioned before that at one point. Um, no, I didn't because this episode hadn't happened yet. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So they make a couple references to the Netflix shows And then there's one thing that makes me think it's a reference to Runaways. Um, So Runaways is also on Hulu, um, and it's a Marvel show. Uh, But there, um, there's a cop in Cloak and Dagger, Mm -hmm. and um, she's from. And at one point, she's from what? uh, She's from New York. Okay, and um. At one point, like, one of the other cops sees Cloak using his powers, and he tells um, O'Reilly, which is our cop from New York, if, um, like, that stuff waked her out. And she's like, no, I'm from New York. Have I ever told you about my friend Misty? And that's one of the main characters in Luke Cage. Oh, and then in Luke Cage season two, which I actually just finished too. I forgot to mention that, um, but we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> it'll be spoilers. Okay. Um, <laughs> but in Luke Cage season two, um, one of the other detectives tells Misty, um, like, Oh, O'Reilly's in new Orleans and new Orleans is where cloak and dagger takes place.
1: Oh, cool.
0: So they've both done a little nod at each other. And then at the, in the last episode of cloak and dagger, um, one of these, like, big CEOs says, um, like, they need power in order to compete with the Starks and the Rands of the world. Oh. And, yeah. So, like, Tony Stark, obviously. But Danny Rand is Iron Fist. And oh. And he's a big corporate mogul, too. Oh,
1: cool. Well, awesome.
0: Yeah. So, it's kind of neat. Um, I hope they end up getting to do stuff with the other shows. But overall, like, the season was pretty good. The last episode was really rushed um I think mm. that was like the overall consensus even online as mm-hmm. I was like reading through forums about it um there were some things where you were like wait but how did we get here so quickly if it was so hard yeah but, but overall like the story was really good and I think next season when they have more episodes it'll be better
1: okay good um, well I'm glad you liked it,
0: glad you liked it. Glad
1: it's yeah out it was again.
0: great um <laughs> Ten- recommend
1: (laughs) and then you started watching ghosted
0: and i'm so sad because i went to go look up uh i I don't even remember what it was like something about like an actor or actress and then i found out that it was already canceled but apparently fox canceled all of their sitcoms so every like uh like live action sitcom they have starting this fall is new to their channel weird which like Initially I was frustrated when they cancelled Brooklyn nine nine and then they talked about how they cancelled the Mick, but now this too, and I'm like I fucking hate Fox. I wonder what I they're hate doing. Fox so much.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they have like I'm sure they have-, I'm sure they have like a reason for it, whether it's a good or a bad one, but I wonder what their reason is.
0: Yeah, I don't know if like may- I don't know if it has something to do with like the Disney merger or anything. Maybe. But it's really good, though, and you said you watched a couple episodes of Ghosted mm-hmm. too, right? It's
1: cute. It's, like, funny and cute and...
0: It's, like, a comedic X-Files yeah. kind of.
1: Yeah, and you know, I love like,
0: Adam Scott. I love him and Craig Robinson. Like, yeah. that's not a duo I would have ever thought to put together, but they do well together.
1: Definitely. Um, and then we both saw Jurassic World, which was okay. I thought it was pretty yeah.
0: good. Yeah, I... I thought it was good. You know, like, it wasn't, like, phenomenal.
1: No, my brother really didn't like it, because he said it's too much like the first one. But I think it is kind of a mixture of the first two.
0: The only part that, like, really threw me off was um, when they revealed the girl was a clone. Like, I was suspecting that for most of the movie, but then it happened, and I'm like, ah, dude, did do I want this? Right. <laughs> did I want to be right?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it was an okay movie. I mean, it wasn't, I'd watch again. Did you stay, uh, after the credits?
0: Uh,
1: refresh my memories. My memories.
0: They did an end credits scene, and it wasn't, like, anything major, but it was just, like, uh, pterodactyls flying over Vegas. Yeah. No! <laughs> Wait, did you get something different?
1: No, we didn't stay, I guess. Because I don't oh. remember that. I'm gonna have to YouTube it.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, like... You know, anything ridiculous, it was just, like, kind of them showing you, hey, they're not just in California anymore. Shit. Um, but it was kind of neat to see pterodactyls over the uh, strip. I was
1: talking to Dallas, and I hope the, I said, I hope they really make a third one that's, like, a post-apocalyptic, like, dinosaurs have started procreating and taking over, and.
0: That would be really cool if that's where they end up going.
1: Yeah, I hope so, but he doesn't think so. Speaking of Dallas, um, we watched Infinity War. And he was highly unamused.
0: I'm so mad! Like, is it just because? of... Oh, oh like, like cut is out. he mad because it didn't get wrapped up?
1: He's mad because he said it was too played out. Like everybody built it up to be something, which I thought it was what everybody built it up to be. But yeah, but I think also it might have gotten watched a little it so
0: much later. Yeah,
1: and I think it got a little ruined for him too because we saw Ant Man a couple weeks ago, and the end credits in Ant-Man. Yeah,
0: I forgot we talked about that.
1: He just said it was a shit movie. Fuck you. It was not a shit movie. Oh my god. He's there? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Fuck you, it's not a shit movie. (laughs) I ordered it on um, the Disney Movie Club, so I'll get it next week when it comes out on, like, Blu-ray and stuff. Yeah. Um, I got the 4K one.
1: Nice. We ordered it on Amazon, because Amazon had it on Amazon Video.
0: Yeah. It came out on digital two weeks early.
1: Yeah. Um. Lucky. But then, okay, so, I had two shows that I've watched recently. Because I can't talk about Infinity War anymore. I'm just gonna get mad all over again. Um. Switched. It's called Switched. It's like a Japanese... I don't even know what it is, but it's fucking, it's adorable, and I love it. And my dad recommended it to me, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs>
0: is it like kind of anime-ish?
1: Yeah, but it's like it, like it's gonna sound retarded. But I just don't know how to say it any other way. It's like a real life anime. <laughs> like, oh, but it's so good, and it's like it's kind of weird because, like. It starts in the first episode, this chick commits suicide, like she jumps off a building. Oh, But when yep, she does sounds that,
0: Japanese.
1: She calls this, but right before she does, she calls this chick and she's like, you're gonna watch me die. And the chick's like, what? And she jumps off and watches this chick die and they switch bodies. What the fuck? So, so the chick, I, it's fucking so cute and good and it's only six episodes and it did not end the way I wanted it to, but I really liked it. And then I well I'll,
0: maybe I'll watch it cuz Adriana and I have been watching a, like a bunch of like anime movies lately. Mm-hmm. So it'll give us something.
1: Yeah. I like it. It's, it's only 6 episodes, so it's not like it's too long or anything, but I really okay. liked it. And then I watched season 1 of Mindhunter, which was fucking fantastic.
0: Okay, what is that about? It's Okay,
1: so it's about the FBI back in like um uh, I want to say the 70s? 60s? Okay. And it's... Do you watch, um... NC... Not NCIS. Criminal Minds. Do you yeah. watch Criminal Minds?
0: No, I don't watch crime shows usually.
1: Okay, well, Criminal Minds, um... <laughs> is, like, the... They're profilers for the FBI. And okay. Mind Hunter is basically... Where they came up with profiling. So this guy gets the idea to go and talk to serial killers and try to find patterns in their thought processes and stuff to see if they can future identify a serial killer before things get prolonged. Hmm. So Interesting. It's, it's really cool. But I really liked it, and season two should be coming out how we're hoping this year, but it might be next year.
0: How long was the first season?
1: Uh, I don't know. It was,
0: I guess if it's Netflix, it's probably like 13 episodes, but since that last one was six, that's what I'm asking.
1: Uh, this one was 10 episodes. Oh, So it okay. was pretty good. They're, it's not too long either. It's different too. And then, exciting news, Riverdale is back on October 10th
0: so excited i'm
1: so fucking ready
0: (laughs) i've been like watching all of lily's stories
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've been keeping up with all of them just trying to see like what i can see from everybody they're all so
0: cute oh wait we can also talk about how lily posted something for uh cole's birthday and she called him my love i really want them (laughs) to be together forever they're so fucking cute
1: i need them to be together
0: Like, I get it. They don't want everybody to know. But I feel like that's pretty much letting everybody know.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think maybe they're ready to come out about it.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Um. God, they're so cute.
0: And even, like, um, Camilla and Vanessa commented on it with, like, crying hearts.
1: Yeah, and they're, like, so cute.
0: Little cry faces in the heart. (sighs) I love them. Um. So, I guess we'll do a reddit,
1: yeah, um what's a red flag in a in an adult but not in a child,
0: okay, considering we both have worked retail, it's whenever an adult starts to complain because they're not getting in their way, yeah, like that's what makes me angry, like that's not that's not adult behavior like that's what my toddler niece does,
1: yeah. Because, like, if I don't if I don't get my way in retail, I'm not going to fucking throw a fit. So like, yeah, okay. and,
0: like, I deal with a lot of people who will, will like, and you've done it, too, uh, where, like, they ask if they can try and use a coupon. And when we tell them it doesn't work and we try it and it doesn't work and they're like, okay, that's fine. I just figured it was worth a try. And then there's people who just start fucking going in and they're like well it should have worked it's worked before can you get your manager to make it happen
1: yeah it's like get the fuck over yourself it's a little entitlement
0: and it's usually like for $50 or $10 it's like you need to calm the fuck down seriously
1: I uh, yeah that's definitely like if an adult is throwing a tantrum
0: yeah that that's the that's the biggest red flag to me
1: Definitely, I think I'd have to go with the same one for, as that because, like, I don't know.
0: Otherwise, yeah, that was just the first thing I thought of. I don't know if there's like a whole lot more. I guess like I'm sure people have commented more things in the Reddit thread, but that's all I got.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I think. But moving on. Yeah. To so. Your puppy. I got a puppy. And her <laughs> name is Freya, and I love her so much. And I, I also... that she bites her ankles. Yeah, she's... But she's only... Okay, so she's two months old. So she's still, like, a little shit.
0: Such a little baby.
1: Oh, and she's so sweet. She's biting my hand as we speak.
0: <laughs> uh, that sounds about right.
1: And then I also am fostering a cat right now. Because, well, we're fostering her, but with intentions of keeping her. It's just to make sure that her... Because she's two years old. So it's just to make sure that her and Freya get along before we uh, force them to live in
0: the same home forever exactly. <laughs> yeah I feel you
1: you got a little baby too
0: I did and she's sleeping right now thank god um yeah we got a little kitten and we adopted her when she was 9 weeks old and she'll be 12 weeks old this week Aww. yeah so she's got to go get more shots.
1: <laughs> yeah. We've um, got to get Freya microchipped and registered. So that's happening next week.
0: Uh, that's so much fun. Aww. At least dogs are like kind of chill when you take them to the vet.
1: Yeah. They're not going to just pee on everything because they're mad at you afterward.
0: <laughs> the kittens, well the cat and the kitten just scream incessantly whenever we put them in the carrier.
1: Oh, oh! So the cat. Okay, so the cat. I'm renaming her, but for now, her name is Bonnie. Oh,
0: so cute. Um, do you guys have any names you're considering?
1: Uh, we're considering Rocket.
0: Oh, cute. Okay. Yeah.
1: But um, which just we were we made a joke that we should have named Freya Groot because we got her a raccoon uh, stuffed animal for her first stuffed animal, oh. and then. Now we're talking about naming this cat Rocket, because she's kind of, like, the same colors
0: as Rocket Raccoon. Aw, that's really cute. We'll see. I
1: don't know. But, um, Uh, she...
0: Adriana has a, like, little rhino stuffed animal for Liz. I mean, Liz has a lot of toys that she plays with, which, uh, Liz is her dog. Um, but this rhino specifically is, like, similar in shape and size to Ash, which is my kitten. Mm -hmm. And so she just fucking it. Constantly. Like, she sees this thing on the floor and attacks it like it's her prey. So
1: cute. <laughs> um.
0: you a new video.
1: Yes. Um. but yeah. It's been interesting. I don't sleep a lot, so.
0: That's, yeah. Um, That's what... it. We basically have babies now. Yeah. So.
1: Which also <laughs> makes me know that, like, I'm not ready to have a child. Because.
0: That's that, what this experience has done to me.
1: Not that I'm considering it, but...
0: Um, but like you know, not yet. Oh, sorry, you cut out. Oh, just not yet.
1: Yeah, in the definitely. Future, but not yet. Well, if I'm not getting sleep right now because of a puppy, I just can't imagine what a crying baby's like. Because sometimes the puppy will sleep. Like yeah, I was up until like five in the morning with her, but then her and I went to bed around like five thirty or six, and we slept until one. Which I mean is a terrible sleeping schedule, but she slept like the whole time. With babies, they're up, like, every hour and a half, two hours.
0: Yeah, my sister and her newborn are, like, finally getting into a habit where they can get, like, three or four hours of sleep. Okay. Like, but I guess she's not a newborn anymore. I think she's three months old now.
1: Okay. But, I mean, still, it's still, like... And that's kind of what's made me nervous about having a puppy, too, is, like, I want to get her into a routine, but since she's only two months old, Like, I know I can't force it on her, because she's got so much energy. Yeah. But, like, I do want to try to get her into a routine so that I can have a normal person routine, and I'm not sleeping until 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I feel the same way. But, I mean, we'll get there. It's just, I have to have patience, because, like I said, she is only two months old, so.
0: Yeah, they're just little babies. Yeah. Once they have less energy, then they'll be easier to manage.
1: (laughs) Um... And then, well, she's a herding dog, like her breed, um, so yeah. we'll see, we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we did two polls over the course of, like, the last couple weeks, and so I started watching The Office, finally, or, like, continued watching The Office, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic, and it's made me cry. Are you still watching The Office? Where are you at? Yeah, okay, so we've kind of stopped watching for a little bit, because Dallas and I want to watch it together, but mm-hmm. um, we've been watching Boy Meets World. Which is also really fucking good. Okay, Um, good. But right now... I'm so proud of you. (laughs) uh, Thanks. You know, we're just kind of, like, getting through it. Right now, we're in Season 5, Episode 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Idris Elba... Idris Elba? Yeah. Is currently there, and Michael started his own paper company, and... oh, it's been a fucking trip.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, so they're not married yet then? No.
1: Okay. And then, um, so I made a poll just, like, it really didn't have a question at all. It was just, it's pretty self-explanatory. The Office U.S. versus the Office U.K. And, and
0: majority said picked US, U.S.,
1: which was 91% to 9% for the Office U.K.
0: To be honest, I'm surprised that it even got 9%.
1: Well, one this guy, like one of my old friends from high school commented on it and was like, I actually really liked the UK version. I was like, oh, I guess it just depends on your sense of humor. I haven't tried watching the UK version.
0: Um, it, was a, it was a long time ago that I tried to watch the UK version, but I remember being like really confused as to what was going on. Like, there were a couple jokes in the pilot that were the same as the US pilot, but for most of it, I was just like... Am I laughing now? I don't know. Yeah. Is this a joke? Yeah,
1: maybe it's just a different type of humor. Yeah, And then we, definitely. Did, we did a second poll, and it is, is Die Hard a Christmas film?
0: Which I feel like no, but the overwhelming majority said yes.
1: Yeah, so I say no as well, but on Twitter, 71% of people said yes, and 29% said no. On Instagram, 66% of people said yes, and 34% said no. And on Facebook, 76% said yes, and 24% said no. So even though every, like, on every platform, yes is winning by, like, a lot, I still thought it was kind of interesting how many people said no.
0: Yeah, like, I guess it's kind of interesting that there are more no's on Instagram. That's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I, um, that's what I thought, too, because, I mean, 24 and 29% compared to Twitter and Facebook is pretty similar, but I like Which, that. like,
0: to me as a person makes sense, because I don't really like Twitter, so to know that, like, people agree more with me on okay. Instagram makes sense, like, why?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, like, and I decided to post this one, because I thought it was a really good, like, poll question, but then also I like doing it on the other platforms, because it reaches different people, like, like you said, like, you don't really like Twitter, so, let's say you don't ever go on Twitter, so it's like, I'm not reaching you, and I'm not getting your opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good to branch out put mm-hmm. them on other things.
1: And then... Uh, which
0: will probably, like, throw out more polls in the time between episodes.
1: Yeah, it's really just when we think of them, and sometimes it's stupid. Like, I'll be laying in bed at night, and I'm like,
0: this would be a good poll. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't always have to be, you know, like, something intricate.
1: yeah. <laughs> Um, and then our last Reddit contemplation is, what's your go-to tell-me-a-joke joke? joke?
0: Alright, so, these are some hardcore dad jokes, meaning they come from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, straight from the source. But, uh, these, it's like a set of jokes. Um, so, the first one is, what do you call a man with no arms and no legs on your wall? What? what? Art. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs at your front door?
1: What?
0: What? Matt. (laughs) What do you call a man with no arms and no legs in your pool?
1: What? What?
0: Bob. (laughs) There's one more now. What do you call a dog with no arms and no legs? What?
1: What? Nothing. Nothing. It doesn't doesn't matter. matter. He's He's not not going to come.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hate myself. <laughs> um
1: Did you hear the song about the tortilla? Actually no.
0: it was more of a rap. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> good, good. Uh what's a spy's favorite type of shoes? What?
1: <laughs> I had cheese but no crackers. I was crack a lacking. <laughs>
0: Oh god, yeah. So that that helps us end on a funnier note. <laughs> um, don't forget to uh, subscribe and like. We are on iTunes, so if you can leave us a review, that'd be really helpful.
1: And follow us on Twitter at Babes of Retail and on Tumblr at Babes of Retail Podcast.
0: And of course, you can send us an email uh, at babes of retail at gmail dot com.
1: That's and about
0: it. That probably about does it. Yeah.
1: All, All right. right, we will see you next time we see you. Goodbye.
0: Bye.